GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are going back to Domino City with several fantastic guests from the English-language cast of Yu-Gi-Oh! And now is the time for all of you in our chat room to begin typing in your questions for them. Immediately after this session, you will have the opportunity to talk to them directly through our private chat options, as well as shop our selection of autographs, all of which are available now at galaxycon.com. So without further ado, let's grab our decks and see who we find. Our first guest is an actress whose work includes Bleach, Valkyrie Profile, and Pokemon. Today, she joins us as one of the two voices of My Valentine and several others. Please welcome Megan Hollingshead. Yay! Hi, everybody. Hey, hey Megan. Great to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Great oh, to see some of my old friends. Oh, yes, indeed. We're trying to bring them on out. I love the lights behind you. Very festive. La, 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 la. <laughs> Jingle all the way, indeed. Ah, uh, and next, uh, he is a director and actor whose credits include Sonic X, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Pokemon. Today, he joins us as several voices, including Maximilian Pegasus. Please welcome Darren Dustin. Woo! Hi. <laughs> Hello. I wore yellow thinking no one else is going to wear yellow. And then what happens, Megan? I know. Darren, rocking the Christmas tree behind you. Loving it. How are you doing in your corner okay. of the world? We're good. I'm uh, upstate New York. It's uh, chilly and, uh, and delightful. Where are you at? I'm in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, in our office. Ooh. And That's yeah. just. Yeah, yeah, it's 83 degrees. Poor us, right? Absolutely. Great to have you here, Justin. By the way, a big fan of, of your version of Splinter. Thank you. No, you're very well. No, thank right? you. One of, one of my one of my favorite characters out of the, out of the uh -huh. Turtle universe, and you've done a great job with him. Thank you so much for that. My pleasure. And next, let's bring out the Wheeler siblings. She is an actress and voice director whose credits include Sonic X, Slayer, and Pokemon. Today, she joins us as the voice of the optimistic Serenity Wheeler and several others. Please welcome Lisa Ortiz. Hi, how you doing? Oh, we are good. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. I know it's going to be a little challenging because you are in transit. So if yes, you, I am. Yes, I know. So if your signal fades out or something like that, no problem. Just log back on and we'll absolutely work around it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us here today. You are welcome. I'm excited. I'm excited, like to see a bunch of my a bunch of my old friends and see everybody on there. So this is uh this is no problem. And and a thank you as well to your Captain America esque other half who's driving the vehicle right now. Thank you, boss. Bill Brad. Like are watching Cash Cab. I love this. <laughs> you actually are. <laughs> There'll be questions at the end. Best episode ever. When did Otto von Bismarck serve as Riz Chancellor of the Reichstag? <laughs> uh, and by the way, Lisa, I just want to say a big fan of the Lotos War, big fan of Dealit, though. So, uh, thank you for that performance. Lotus War. Excellent. Thank yeah. you. You are very welcome. And next, he is an actor and director whose body of work includes One Piece, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Pokemon. We're going to hear that in pretty much everybody's introduction today. Today, though, he joins us as the voice of the stalwart Joey Wheeler and several others. Please welcome Wayne Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I did not get the note that we should not dress the same. <laughs> sorry. That is so funny. What's this saying, Canada? Sorry. Oh, sorry. You. you can oh, translate right. throughout the session. Uh, Wayne, how you doing, boss? I do. How do you? I do well as best I can. Excellent. That's all. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here today from from your your study. I can see that's where you get your heavy thinking done. 
Indeed. And my artwork. Oh, yes, absolutely. You've been drawing some Christmas art, Wayne. Yeah. Really well, good. You know, it, uh, Christmas snuck up on me like really quickly. And, uh, that is great. I the hood gag. That is so that, that art is so good on the refrigerator. I promise you. Okay, great. <laughs> what kind of percentage do you look forward to? It? There you go. <laughs> Wayne, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely great to have you. And next, he is a voice actor and musician whose credits include One Piece, The Slayers, and Pokemon. Today, he joins us as the voice of Joey Wheeler, Taunter, Sito Kaiba, Bas and Bastian Masoa, and several others. Please welcome Eric Stewart. Yes. Hello, everyone. Hello. I, I also had a yellow shirt on, but I went with black for a change. <laughs> oh, man. Get introduced later so he could, he could change. Exactly. Well, Eric, have you ever worn yellow? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've worn colors like blue. Oh. Yeah, dark oh and can, green when I, I go to the can, football I, games. I've seen uh, him in blue. Yeah, okay. I've, I've okay. done blue, but n not yellow. Can't say yellow. I like yellow. Because of the reverse flash, I'm wearing yellow. Oh. Ah. That's cool. That's cool. Because mm. a regular flash shirt would not be nerdy enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go Eobard Thrain. So, well, Eric, everything is good. Thrawn. I, yeah, I, I miss, yeah, that's my opinion. Do not challenge Wayne to comic book knowledge. <laughs> we'll talk about Carmine Infantino later. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 Eric, how are you, do you doing in your corner of the world? I'm good. I'm actually not in my corner of the world. I'm in someone else's corner of the world right now. But I, my corner of the world is fantastic. Thank you for asking. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Our pleasure. Yes. And thank you for joining us today. And finally, he is an actor whose body of work includes Gladiators, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Pokemon. Today, though, he joins us as the voice of the king of games himself, uh, Yuji Tomo and Yamikuji, a.k.a. Farotatum. Please welcome Dan Green. Oh. 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 Look at that. That was <laughs> fancy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would have Dan. no way of knowing if Dan were wearing yellow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. No, He's wearing yellow Dan. pants. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Dan, how are you doing in your part of the world? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. I'm oh, very happy to be here, even though was... everyone else is here. I'm kidding. I mean, because <laughs> everyone else is here. Sorry, because everyone else is here. Wow. Absolutely. We are still waiting on Erica. I understand she's having some technical difficulties, so hopefully she can Ooh. get through that, and we will bring her on. In the meantime, let me welcome you all to the, to the Galaxy Virtual Stage. Our team is pulling out the questions for us. What I would love to just start out with, just throw us off, is just what is everybody's favorite memory from being a part of the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise? There were so many parties that I'll never remember, so those don't count. They don't. Fair. <laughs> yeah, no non-memories. Okay. They're hard um, to talk about. The social aspect, I mean, like like Dan just said, with parties, it was just getting to meet all these cool people was was, was nice. Like, For at sure. the time when we did Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, four kids at the time was like a rep company, and we all got to meet each other in the hallways and became really good friends and attended other people's weddings and attended... Uh, you know, kids parties and whatnot and we all you were invited to some of those weddings let's be fair one right <laughs> <laughs> <Wanna> go? <laughs> destination wedding uh, yes definitely just great friendships with very talented yeah. people that's For the sure. best yep. yeah that's the big yeah. i just kind of passed through i really wasn't involved but yeah darren was shaking his head ah baby so. yeah. 
<laughs> not to be shallow, but it was also cool. Like I'd never done a cartoon before. And so you'd record a bunch of episodes and until it actually aired, I, then I believed that this was actually going to see the light of day. It was like, oh, it's actually, people are actually going to see this. And right. yeah, that, that was earth shattering. And Darren, was, was this your first show at Poor Kids? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had just <gasps> college and yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. And Eric was my director and luckily, yep. uh, Yep, made it happen. <laughs> I, I will say, though, when they brought me in to direct Yu-Gi-Oh!, I had been directing myself a lot on Pokemon and directing some of the other actors as well. And so they offered me this job, and they showed me, at 4Kids, they showed me this first episode. We were still in, the, in doing some casting as well. And they're like, yes, this is the new project we're working on. And I said, oh, this is Pokemon 90210. This will be very successful. <laughs> and, they were like, and they were like, what do you mean? I said, well, all the kids that have grown up and maybe the Pokemon is a little too young for them. This is the same structure of, of the yeah. show. And it's got a little bit more of a mature storyline that's going on. And I think that makes a lot. Of, and of course, as actors, we've all been in, involved in shows where the directors or the producers will say, this is going to be the biggest show ever. And you go, yeah, whatever. This one, I was like, this is going to be a big show. I could, it just had all the right ingredients uh, for it. And what, 20 years now? Is that how long it's been? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Knowing that it was being televised, people would actually see it just picking off of, uh, picking up from what Eric said. I, I had one of those, wow, I'm really on TV moments when I was, it was after we recorded a number of episodes, and I guess they'd even started airing. But then you get to do the thing where they recap before they show the new episode. And I got to do the thing where I, you get to say, previously on mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, okay, now it's real. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the best. So, so empowering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. Well, we're going to go on our audience questions. So thank you for indulging my capricious curiosity. And let's go ahead and roll <laughs> our first one. And this comes from Marty. And he wants to know which characters were the most fun for each of you to play. In the entire galaxy, just in the entire world. Sure, sure, yeah. Eddie. Don't you have that Eddie. list in front of you? Who we played? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed playing this character, Pat, in uh, a French animated series that was very oh, yes. silly. It was, it, it was all like squash and stretch. Somebody gets hit over the head with a pan, and the head becomes the shape of the pan. Really, and also a lot of fart jokes. So I was yep. right on their level. But I, I had been cast playing villains or leading man manly things, and and with Pat. I got to be this hysterical hippopotamus. And it was so fun. Yeah, it's great. And, 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 was I great. Was, and I was working with Dave Wills. We never recorded at the same time, but he is awesome. So it was a great privilege and just a, just a fun time. I just watched one of those the other day. I had to show it to somebody. I, just, they, they, I, I have one of the one of our outtake ones that we created that's fantastic. <laughs> that was yeah, awesome. it was a very funny character. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I got to play uh, a psychotic twin. I got to play both twins. One was uh, psychotic and murderous. And the other one was you were in the craze i was not in the craze oh okay um, sorry, sorry was that over one everyone's head there i'm sorry <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah I, and i didn't know it was a horror anime until until my character ripped the fingernails out of my other character That's i was cool. like i said to the director i was like dude you could have warned a girl you had a good day yeah That's, that, was, uh, wow. that was super exciting but it was fun to play twins and it was fun to go a little cuckoo bananas well, that also speaks to how very often we don't know what we're in for when we enter yeah. a speech, you know? yeah i mean my, my big three it's hard to choose it's like between brock and james from pokemon and then kaiba but I, i'll have to say the most fun to play is probably was, was james from pokemon because 
I always cheered for the funny bad guys in all the cartoons. Like in Wacky Racers, I, I wanted Dick Dastardly and Muttley to, they were the funniest thing of the, from the show. And I always thought that Team Rocket was there to entertain the parents who had to take their kids to see Pokemon. Some of those jokes were very clever and not inappropriate, but definitely I think when you revisit it, you go, oh, that's what he was saying. And yeah, and it almost was like when you do a Team Rocket uh, little, a shtick, it didn't even matter what else was going on in the rest of the episode. It was just when we popped in, it better be funny. And so that was a great challenge. But yes, I, I enjoyed the humorous villain. Um, for sure. Plus, props for wacky races, too. <clears throat> I guess I like the parts that lasted a long time because you got to see them through a lot of stuff, but also the one-offs were fun, too. Eric would be like, on Funky Cops or whatever, be like, okay, there's a crazy opera singer who dies in a vat of goo. You're going to play him next. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> like, right. There we were like, let me just figure that out. And that was great. Um, that was such a great performance. My goodness. Fun. And oh, just to, wow. having the opportunity to actually do that to be have this in-house repertory where every week is of a different role like that doesn't come by very often so yeah it really helped us stretch i think ourselves you know yeah for sure nice wayne you got one i know can you guys hear me i don't know if i'm going through here yeah yeah, yeah mine oh, go ahead. mine is um oh i don't know if we're talking over sure because of the thing but mine is definitely was there were so many different things and exactly what you're talking about the repertory aspect i personally had the Winx Club when I got to play Musa and Icy, and then I got to battle myself in the street. That was a dream come true. And <laughs> so I still have, uh, yeah, and I still have the dolls sitting in my apartment burned in California, which is always a fun thing. But yeah, I just like being evil and good and fighting. It was a good time. It's a good time at the time. You must have, this is a tough one for you, because I know for me as a director, I had you play so many characters especially with like ultimate muscle stuff there had to have been some in there that are your favorite i mean just talk about yeah anytime wayne came into the booth i was like by the way today you'll be playing these five different accents for me german and austrian sure let's go yeah right yep right now yeah prep time yeah yeah that was the battle with the brock and jr and jaeger yeah you play the canadian too wayne I would, I cheered for you. At some point, did I play? Canadian? Did they wrestle at all the Canadians? But to answer the actual question, that there was a very polite wrestler. He was a polite. I auditioned for it and did not get it. But I, uh, I, Joey and Mikey were always my favorites. For obviously, I had fun doing them. And Mikey was my favorite Ninja Turtle when I was growing up. And I'm a huge comic book geek. I don't know if you can tell from the action figures behind me and my, my my t-shirt. But I remember when the first Black and White Ninja Turtle comic came out, and I I got like the fourth issue and just fell in love with it. And uh, then to get the opportunity to audition for Mikey was amazing to me because he was my favorite. And then I had just fun doing that. And they would write to my strengths, like he would do impressions and whatnot. And, and Joey was like, that's my natural accent. So I had fun just slipping right in and doing that, which is ironic because I spent so many years trying to shake that accent. Mm -hmm. But uh, here we are. Yeah, those guys, my favorites. Mm -hmm. Right on. Awesome. Uh, very good. And Marty, there you go. Great question to start us off with. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And what do we have next? Here's one from Michael. What's something you had wished your characters had done in the show? Been in more episodes. <laughs> as Kaiba, as Kaiba one actually beat Yugi once. I, I, would, I would have liked to have beaten Yugi once. That's, that would have been nice. Just once, one time. That's all. <laughs> I think Joey and, and, and my going on a proper date would have been nice. 
Yes. Mm. Well, that, yeah. that's going to be a popular answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single show I work on, I like beg the team to do a, a, an all musical episode, and it never happens. So <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would be so great. Not a bad. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Could you just write it? We'll do it now. Just yeah. force it right. down their throats. Can we do one of these? We're doing this. Right here, now. Yeah, you got one? I, just the idea of losing to Kaiba, I think, is provocative. And one thing that every actor likes to do with their characters is to explore uh, a range and an arc with them. So I think having, I think it probably would have been more interesting if Tem, if the Pharaoh had lost. Yeah. And yeah, I, so I, I think that's a great idea. Um, and I think it also would have been interesting to have with the pharaoh not remembering important <laughs> elements of his past i think it would have been interesting to to have ex- explored maybe some of that in ways that were provo- provocative surprising not saying that the ways it was revealed was unsatisfying but it felt like there was a whole treasure trove of ideas that had been fun to explore almost like they should make another movie with the original cast i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> with a musical as that's it there it is right there Yu-Gi-Oh you did it again maybe Joey won't sing it's time to do he's playing his blue eyes white dragon he's playing his blue eyes white dragon he's playing his blue eyes white dragon West Side Story this year Yu-Gi-Oh the musical why not why not? Oh my god. <laughs> Gotta keep it going. <laughs> hey, you're the one who brought uh, us all out on there, together. Please, yes, please send your love mail to <laughs> Konami. Uh, there you go. Oh, wait, hold on. She is here. Oh. Uh, ladies and Ooh. gentlemen, she's an actress whose roles include One Piece, Sonic Rush, and Pokemon. Today she joins us as our second English language version of My Valentine, as well as several others. Please welcome Erica Schroeder. This is what I can't see anything. Oh no! Oh, that's can okay. You, can you hear us? But we can see you. Hello. You look fabulous, my dear. Nice. Yay. 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 I wish I could see your beautiful faces. I'm sorry I'm late. I was traveling today and I'm confused. That's that's okay. Lisa's traveling as as well. I'm traveling at this moment. I'm in the car. Are you? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I'm in the car, stuck in traffic, but this is getting me through. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll pretend well, I can er- see you. Hello, everyone. All right, er- Erica. Hi, I'm Patty. I I'm your host for this. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you here today. We're in our audience questions. We'll roll the next one. Before that, real quick, now that you're here, I can say, Erica and Eric, thank you both for your involvement in Giant Robo, my all-time favorite '90s anime series. That was- I was in Giant. I was in that too. Was Wayne? I- <laughs> I don't know if I was. I don't know if I was actually in that. I know I was. You were. Wayne was. Then. As, as yeah. Well, you can still thank me for my work, I, but yeah, not for that. Patty, I I actually directed and adapted some of that, which wow. Um, and, and I made, and I also portrayed that minor character Genya. 
Yeah, now, I might have been in that show, but you have to remember I was drinking during those 30 years of voiceovers. <laughs> that I was yes. <laughs> and I was in high school, so. Yeah, exactly. Actually, actually Dan, I was going to do a little giant robo thing at Surprise and do that to you, but that's okay. We'll go to Eric is here. Let's just hit our next question. Thank you all for being here today. All right. What do we have from Spencer? What are some of the things that everybody does to take care of their voices? Eric, that's such a good question. question. Eric is late. She has to answer those questions. I'm answering this? Okay. A bunch of things. <laughs> First of all, vocal rest is the most important. You can't really heal the voice unless you have proper vocal rest. So if you can take 48 hours off, not speaking at all, no whispering, just writing, that's the best thing you can do. Warm tea is good. Hot is not good because it you can't feel your vocal cords. Cold is not good because, again, it numbs the vocal cords. You want to be able to feel your pain. Never take ibuprofen before recording. It's really bad because A, you're going to push because you can't feel, and B, it thins the blood and you're more likely to get a vocal abruption, which is really scary. Wait it out. Take the pain medication after the record. Never take it before. And vocal eases, uh, if you're doing like a really difficult role, I like to do vocal eases like every four or five cues. Just up and down. That way you can do a check because if there's a break in your voice, like a little yodel, you've gone too far, you need to take a break. Also, if you can smooth that out, you can continue. So those are a couple of my things. And someone else might want to talk about straw phonation, maybe? <laughs> I am so glad you went first, because I just learned a thing. Yeah, I, that was good. That was good. A lot of that stuff is the same for me. It's all about rest. But as someone that sings like in a rock and roll band and has to do two-hour shows sometimes, and you sound like you're singing hard, but you're not, just even knowing the placement so that you're not burning your voice out. But yeah, vocal rest, plenty of water. I, of course, I like my black coffee because I like the warmth for my, to just warm me up. But I'll even say that for me, if it really is bad, the only medicine that I will take is uh, Singer Saving Grace, which is a natural herbal remedy that actually reduces the swelling of your throat. That's not a, uh, you have some right there? That's not, a, that's not, it's not like, like a numbing thing. It's not like just hiding the pain that you'll just play through or sing through and then just do more damage. Plenty of water too. But a lot of the jobs we get, we're asked to scream for a long time or especially video game things. And I got to say, though, it's not probably the most popular piece of advice for someone starting in the business because you might not have that kind of uh, power, but I won't work for more than three hours. I won't do it. Because doing something like that, a two-hour session, three-hour session, if I burn myself out, I cannot do anything else for maybe even a couple of days. And so you've really got to be tough about that. You wouldn't go out and play like a football game every day of the week. That's why you play once a week. You really do a lot of damage. So you've just got to be real strict about what you are doing with that instrument. Because for us, that's our hammers. If we're without our hammer, we can't do anything. That's our main tool of our trade. Broadway actors have it rough because they got to do eight shows a week. So they that's right. Have, they must have vocal rest and they really can't drink alcohol. Like, right. When I was but doing they theater, do. I, I, <laughs> I, they do. Yes. I, oh, they do. <laughs> a lot of people on Sunday Part of the nights, I will say that I couldn't drink at all until the run was over. So I went sometimes eight months, 10 months with no alcohol because I knew that my body couldn't heal fast enough to, to do eight shows a week. But that's another yeah. thing. But that's yeah. a good question. Yeah. And I will say, like, oh, go, oh, go ahead, Lisa. Go ahead, so Lisa. I was going to say, it's also, there's a thing that you don't think about, which is where you live and what the weather is like there being like a lifelong New Yorker and then moving over to California. They tell you, but you don't realize that it is a dry desert. 
out over here, despite their palm trees, which all they do is change you. So I, it took me a couple of months to get used to the weather out here. And I had to use humidifiers, like humidifiers mm -hmm. all the time, extra liquid. But sometimes I, I would steam. I had to do straight vocal steaming and warm up more than I had. I would wake up with my voice like much, much lower than it was before. So it's taken a little while to get used to it. So that's like another thing to be, to realize is like where you live and how you're going to take care of your voice in like a different climate. Yeah. But it is and, sunny. So I like that. And it's warm. <laughs> and, and this probably goes without saying warming up is really helpful. Uh, warming down is also a good idea. And uh, similar to what Eric was saying, knowing where you're placing your breath is going to help you get more out of your voice with less effort. Yeah, for me, if I work without a warm up, I'm just like struggling the whole yeah. session. I need the support of my whole body. So I got to shake everything out. And one thing that helps me is just a quick, like two or three minutes of yoga to make sure my whole body is supporting me. Cause it's not just, even now I feel creaky. It's not just here. It's like everything. You're yeah, all yeah. bones resonate. Did you say yeah. creaky or creepy? <laughs> creepy. 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 Life is creepy without yoga. Life is creepy. I can't hear. Erica, I've got a note from my tech guy. Says that if you logged out and try to log back in again, that might uh, bring you up visually for us. So if you want to All give right, that a whirl. And if not, we can just talk about you while you're gone. Oh, thank no. God she's gone. Anybody else with the vocal prep or recovery methods we haven't shared yet? I think you said it all. Yeah, yeah that was pretty. That was pretty good. That was good. Comprehensive. Yeah, I yeah. I always say, but whenever we do a lot of auditioning and stuff, and we learned this at Disney real quick, which was like, don't throw a hail mary in an audition with something you you can't sustain. Yeah. Don't don't don't, don't throw something on the line. With, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's great. Then do it. Then realize you oh, mean no, you've got... don't do a voice for an audition that you're going to get booked on. That's the, the voice that's going to rip your throat out. I think we've all been guilty of that. We opened the, when we opened the laugh floor in, in, in 06, it's like Imagineering wanted us to do these the, all over the place voices, which is great for the play test, but it didn't work for eight shows a day, five days a week for us. And half the cast what was on does? vocal rest. What yes, does? I know. I know. Very true. Very true. All right. Let's, let's see if Eric can go back on. Spencer, great question. Thank you for that. Let's roll another one. And this comes from Anonymous. For the voices you came up with for each character given or perhaps directed to you, or did you make it up? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Go ahead, Wayne. Yes. Go ahead, Wayne. Let's get, get, get this out of the way. Mikey, we made up on the fly, but Joey, I was told when I walked in, it was a Brooklyn accent thing. And Eric, I think you were at the audition, but our engineer, a lovely gentleman, originally from Israel, uh, yes. had problems with my Brooklyn accent. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Said, you're not really sounding like Brooklyn to me. I go, oh, really? Oh, okay. Thank you different for the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Different neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, to answer your question, though, yeah, they, they said do Brooklyn for that. And it became this other, the borough that Joey's from doesn't exist, but it's close enough to New York that the, the box was checked. Yes. Yeah, and we are right. talking about yeah. Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! particularly, right? Specifically, right? That's what we're talking about. I um, am. Yes. <laughs> then I'm going to follow that with the same thing. So when I was brought in to direct, Yu-Gi-Oh! They had not cast Seto Kaiba yet. And most of the other characters were already cast. And the producer at the time was telling me what he was looking for. But also, I, I was hired on that team, and most of the people on that team didn't know that I was also a voice actor for other shows. It was really my job for at that time was I'm going to be directing. So I couldn't really suggest myself 
for a role like that. So I, I didn't even think about it. I was, we were casting, we were doing a whole bunch of things, seeing a lot of our pals for this role. And the producer wasn't happy with anything. And as time was going on and we were doing a lot of promos for, as, as Dan would tell you, coming soon on the whatever, Yu-Gi-Oh! And it was like, well, not if we don't cast Kaiba, who's in the first episode, it's not coming to anybody. So one of our other talented engineers, a good buddy of ours, Joe, Joe Shalik, who's known as Vegas, Joe Vegas, turned to me Yay. in one of the, one of the, after one of the audition moments where once again, no one was the voice that, that our producer was looking for. He turned to me and said, why don't you read for this? And I said, can't, I'm, I'm the director. I can't really do that. He goes, but you're probably the right guy for this. And I said, we really, let's give it a shot. So producer comes in and I said, Hey, look, I know don't take this the wrong way. I don't want to double dip being the director and one of the main characters, but I think I know what you want. So how about this? Since we're going to be airing this show in two weeks, hmm. let me dub half the episode. If you hate it, I'll continue casting. If you love it, we're halfway done. And he was like, great. So I dubbed half of that first episode, played it for him. He's exactly, this is what I was looking for. Now, did he give me any input during the casting of the voice quality? No. It was, it needed to be cool. It needed to be this. But in terms of coming up with the approach to Akaiba, it was, oh, you want sarcasm. You want the rival. You want all of this stuff. I can talk that stuff. I know it's, this panel is surprised that the sarcasm was a stretch for me. It just shows you my, my acting chops, but um, it was like, it wasn't the voice as it much, as much as it was. I know the attitude you want. I'm not a villain. I'm a rival and I could find that place. And so there, that's the story of Kaiba. There it is. Of it's course, Joe said to me, he said to me afterwards, dude, why didn't you read for this two months ago? Then we could have actually had a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> also, we, 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 we call him Vegas because everything stays in him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to love that. Erica, dare I ask, can you see us now? I can see half of you, and that's better than none. Hey! <laughs> the good yeah. half. The better half. Yes. Nice to see Patty, so I'm good. Okay, right. I'll, on. I'll say briefly with Yugi and Yami, the difference between the two voices was less at the beginning of the series and greater at the end of the series. And like a lot of people, I was like, you really want the Pharaoh to have the traditional heroic sound manliness? Because he's about five foot three. So but they were like, I think if that works for people, I guess it's the idea that he's an ancient spirit and he's regal. And okay, that I guess in some way makes sense. But. Yeah, but I think everybody here will agree that when you're showing up in front of the mic, you can offer some things, but you're doing what you're told, or you're not being asked back. Yeah, and, and they pushed you. They pushed you in a lot of directions with the different sounds for Yugi and Yami. There were a lot of cooks in that situation. I, I of course, would pass that on to him as a director, right. but. It was like, look, what do you want from this guy? It's like higher and higher, and then it's no, it's too high. It's the whatever. So then it became more about just the sound of the voice rather than the actual performance. Let him perform the, the character. Well, that did. explains why I had no acting for a long time. And, and one thing that I love about people, some people don't even realize that I, I did the voice of Yugi. And then they would ask, oh, how did you manage to do that? And now that the fans have grown up, I think they will all appreciate I just have removable testicles. And yes, yes. Oh, so much easier. They're called Pokeballs. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're franchised. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I just readjust my Karibos, if you know what I mean. Whoa! <laughs>
Oh, I did not expect that. I like that. I like that. It's so, so always the Friday panels, I swear. <laughs> like I said, you brought us on. <laughs> I'm just the hood ornament on this apparatus. It's a really good question because I think a lot of people think that what they hear we've been just directed to do and that um, kind of anybody could come in and be told what to do and do it. And the truth is we, as actors, we know how to look at words on a page and bring life to them. Like Eric was just talking about the sarcasm he brought to it. And in that case, the producers didn't necessarily know that they wanted. So actors bring a certain something that sometimes the casting people know that they want and very often they don't. Mm -hmm. And so we, we take a chance and we're like, this is who we are. Hope it's what you like. And that's, that's how we audition. And it sounds like in Dan's case, God bless, you had a ton of, uh, on top of who you are and what you brought, the producers were micromanaging oh, yeah. at the beginning to get oh, yeah. everybody's voice yeah, had to be heard in addition to that, get tweaked. Yeah. I didn't get tweaked much because I came in later. And so maybe they were just done and they were like, oh, fine. Well, and we'd also get notes from uh, <laughs> WB. We'd get notes from Warner Brothers. Right. 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 Oh, yeah, man. Darren, Darren how did you, you know? come up? How did you come up with Pegasus, Darren? Because I don't even remember that, like, I mean, what the input was for that. I think, you know, you look at the character design. I don't think I saw an actual episode, but just like an actual sketch of him and the description and then the dialogue. You learn and you mm -hmm. glean a lot by the way he talks, the right. condescending nature, the big words he uses. And, and, and then you go for it. I, hearing Megan talk, like there was such a fearlessness too. 20, 20 years ago, me, that I, that is a good reminder because I, I didn't. It was my first VO audition. I either get it or I don't. There was, who cares? So you do your best and then just leave it. Yeah. And luckily, I think I made everyone laugh in the audition, especially the callback. So I, I could tell, okay, I think I might've sealed the deal on this. And, mm -hmm. uh, and here we are. Can you imagine that the great thing you say about not knowing and letting go when you do an audition, which mm -hmm. is so important to have that freedom and to have that courage. And can you imagine if somebody from the future said, okay, Darren, don't screw this up, but this is going to inform the rest of your life. <laughs> and I would have screwed it up. I would have screwed it up. Good luck! <laughs> <You know. laughs> Thank God. What a different trajectory all our lives. I don't know. Yeah. I, it won't speak for everyone, but yeah, right. my life would be very different now. Darren, did you suggest the musical at that point, or did you wait? <laughs> that was my opener. What if he's all... I have a concept. I'm waiting for the Thank music. You. I'm writing down ideas. Oh, she yeah. is. This is a discussion that's been happening. Erica and I live near each other. And I'm at her house quite frequently, sometimes because she invited me. And yeah, this comes up over <laughs> now and then. Sometimes I'm like, what do you mean? You love me. Come on, let me in. Dueling mice. <laughs> Megan, you and I. Dueling mice. You know. do have a very oh, musical group here, though. You do. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. We'll keep saying it. This is part three. <laughs> yeah. Keep pushing. <laughs> oh, Lisa, did you have something on this? She also wishes to be my. That way it could be my, my, my. <laughs> That's good. You're a funny man. That's real good. Oh my gosh. Oh, nice view. Where are you driving are to? You? Yeah, I am I'm I am I am driving hours away from California to get somewhere cold so that I can spend. Are you going to be there? 
You're not going to tell us. Talking about the voices and stuff, though, I wanted to ask something because I know, Vinny, you were saying, if you guys can hear me, and if you can't, then yes. yeah, whatever. You're, you were specifically told Brooklyn when you came in, and I clearly was not because I was living in a different parental. Wonder, wonder about you that. sound like a Cylon. And now I don't know Cylon if I can hear the best Cylon Centurion. <laughs> she actually so... achieves that effect with no filters. She can actually Whoa. Oh, wow. She's that good. Happy birthday to Lisa before she goes in the mountains and can't hear us anymore. I was about to say, we're, we're just about at time anyway. We can no. probably uh, close out. But it just says we have a fun closing question. Let's do that. Wait, we have a then fun closing question. Birthday. All right, let's do that. What do we have? Unclosing question. Geo. What character in Yu-Gi-Oh would look best with a mustache or beard? Pegasus. Well, obviously Pegasus. Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is an attack. <laughs> I mean, this is an affront. Maybe Dark Magician. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think Mike could pull it off. I think but, so. Um, but maybe yeah. Mokuba. I think, we, <laughs> I think we would all Mogaba with a full on beard, like right, just like, like a, yeah, like, like a grizzly duck dynasty, sort of, like a yeah. giant. Yeah, duck dynasty is a better reference. <laughs> this series is what I do, <laughs> <laughs> rocking, rocking the which is clearly guy. not shaving. I think the, the pharaoh would do well with a goatee, yeah, yeah, hmm, yeah, soul patch, yeah, Kaiba would be a soul patch. Totally. Yeah. Maybe just big sideburns. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. The pencil thing? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not the pencil thing. It's too zoot suit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What a weird question. <laughs> That's the weird question? First facial hair question ever. That's the weird... Wow, that's so I, 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 I just read them, I swear to you. Gio, there I you go. You, I like you it. stuffed them. Unfortunately, we lost our birthday girl. Oh no. But she is uh, not in Big Bear, so no one goes. Convention. Don't drive in con. <laughs> I know, absolutely. We wish her a very happy birthday and a safe journey. Panelists, it's been an absolute delight. Any final words before we take our leave? You do a great job, Patty. You're fun to be with, and I love how you let us through all that. Yes, and happy holidays to everybody here. I yeah, everybody. so enjoy seeing yeah, all of your faces. Happy holidays. Yeah. It's great to see so you. So good all. to see half of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to figure out if I'm on that good half or bad half. Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah. Thanks to everybody for watching and supporting the show. Because yes, thank you. Thank you. I don't think the fans can truly appreciate how grateful and amazed we all are mm -hmm. that, that they exist because we did something they liked. Right? So we are eternally grateful. Definitely. Eternally flattered. Mm -hmm. oh. It has been my absolute pleasure to serve you all. Once again, thank you for joining us on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you to our audience for joining us today. Thank you for your great questions. Happy holidays. Hope to see everybody again soon. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care. And remember, smiles are free. Spend them often. <laughs>